Hey everybody, you are now listening to the Banter All Stars podcast. In this episode, we discuss our thoughts about watermarks, gender diversity in portrait portfolios, and differences between wedding and portrait photography. Let's get it. Is it happy for, for you to use any of the songs on that? For free? For three? For three? For three? Yes. Or for free? For three times. Three times. <laughs> three times for three, three times. Nigel's not here to enjoy no, it, don't. so let's just drop it. Don't worry, <laughs> man. We, we enjoy it. The essence right, of cool. it, Nigel continues. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Banter All Stars. What's up? What up? What up? what up? what up? All right. This time, uh, David couldn't stand being behind the camera. <laughs> and wanted to join. <laughs> nah, I need to be here. Yeah, he, he had massive FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, like I, I mean, maybe it's a honky thing, man. Like, we just like talking shit. <laughs> no, it's just a David thing, man. Come yeah, on, just David. Oh, nah, yeah, man. I think, yeah, I David talks a lot of shit, man. Seeing you guys have fun, I can't have to be part of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's true. It's, it's not right for you to just stand there. Like, that's I thought, right. I, I really wanted to include you. Like, <laughs> we all did, David. Oh, thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you. But you know, we only have four mics, but we're making it work this time, hopefully. And yeah, let's let's get with it. Uh, let's get on. All right, so. Watermarks on photography. What are what's everyone thoughts? Yes and yes or no or is it a, an unanimous thing? Firstly, I I think I it's think it is pretty unanimous, but it's subjective. Let's mm. let's try and let's try and add or at least uh, quantify it as to why. Well, okay. Let's start with Ollie. Let's start with Ollie, and it will work our way around. So. If it was like probably five, ten years ago, maybe watermarks were were in. I I personally did have a watermark, and it was just like a website, just at the bottom, just a logo, and that was it. But now, with all the different kind of software that is around that can remove stuff, I don't see the point in watermarks. Like I I don't bother personally. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, like it. if somebody would have fought, uh, a watermark now, I could definitely edit it out. Yeah, so. It's it's really not too hard, but so, I mean, like most of the stuff you put online now, like you have to be prepared that it's going to be taken anyways, or yeah. or use use a website that won't let you screenshot or won't let you uh, save it. For instance, um, you know it's it's almost unavoidable. I reckon. Did you ever have a watermark at one stage? I did, <laughs> I did. I reckon like, everyone must have surely. Yeah, what? Well, Dryman is just starting up <laughs> new, so like he, he's yeah. new age. Like we're we're probably like old, old farts. Yeah, old school. Yeah, but what about you, Dave? Um, I think before we go on to actually like the watermarks itself, like and everything, like like you said, quantify what the watermark, what purpose is it trying to actually serve? Like I reckon there's like two two purposes, right? Mm. One, stop people copying images. Yeah. And secondly, um, you know, to actually give yourself a plug or, you know, exposure exposure, or like, you know, just kind of signature and sign it off. Mm. You know, if it's just some little signature at the bottom, a sign off thing, then I don't see there's a like, problem with that. But, you know, just the ones in the middle that just goes right the across the face. <laughs> so, so my opinion is that sometimes like um, if you do a good enough signature work, people will know your work. But in, in some sense, like when people just watermark and it's just 
every other plain old shot. Nobody's going to steal your shot to begin with, guys. So there's really no point in watermarking unless it's like truly transcendent, which you got to be honest with yourself. Like I'm honest with myself. My shit is not like transcendent or anything. Like I am sure there's another like five or 10 guys around the world, at least on Instagram as well, who probably have a similar style. Yeah. Just five or 10? I don't know. Maybe like thousands. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but, the, the way I saw it was like, if you, you know, if all the greats out there are not watermarking their images, I'm just going to, I'll park my watermark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because it, it, it ruins the shot. It, it mm. makes it tacky. You yeah. know, it sort doesn't of, spoil it. Yeah. It kind of spoils yeah. the shot. It's sort of like when you walk into a, a I guess, a, a small supermarket, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just independent. And they start putting on price tags, price labels on every item rather than having the price label just at the front. You know, it's sort of like that that vibe for me, you know what I mean? Like oh, it just feels a bit extra. Yeah, and just like tacky and very like aesthetically unpleasing. I don't know, maybe that's just how I, I, I reckon we need to find someone who does use the watermark and get him on a show. Oh. oh. Yeah. There's a couple yeah, there's so. a few I think that post. Yeah, yeah, there's a few there's a couple. <laughs> I honestly can't name off the top of my head who. Maximilian? Oh, does he? Does he? Yeah, was didn't he just go to Japan? And watermarked his shot. Yeah, like just really? massive like Did he? Oh, I don't know. Well, we, we should ask him. Just ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll just ask like. him. Um <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's good shots, though. Yes. Really good yeah. shots. Yeah, he's, he's a great photographer. Yeah. But I feel like I've seen some of the similar work as well. Mm, sorry. Going back to what you were saying, David, about if it's done nice and subtle, you reckon it's okay? Have you actually mm. seen examples of that? Yeah, I have, think? actually. You know, just like, you know, a lot of, um, like, the new age kind of, like, sign-off or watermarks. It's just kind of like, you know, the calligraphy kind of sign-off, like, squiggle, mm. signature kind of thing. Like, Victor McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, kind yeah. of like that, but it's like if you're just kind of subtly in the corner, nah, just to that's kind of still like, tacky yeah, to me. Oh well, I <laughs> like, think it's even worse. Like if you can't read the font, then what does that watermark even uh, mean? I think it's just like a little logo, like you know, motif, little you know, motif. Like, just, so you know that you yeah. know it's, it's, like like a logo. it's like artists of the days. Yeah, it's like tagging like yeah. off on their work. And stuff. That's correct. Having yeah. said that, I know you guys might have heard this name, Calip, C A L O P. Yeah. On Instagram. So he does a lot of surrealism, like Photoshop work. And like his setups aren't like insane. Like it's just probably like your everyday household light, torch, uh, maybe a bit of like pillow foam or whatever they call it. Like, and then like he makes it into like clouds. Yeah. yeah like clouds that. wow, and art pieces. Nice. So yeah. Um, he actually started watermarking. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. But he mm. puts it in a very subtle way that it looks like it's a part of the image. Like if it's on the book, it will say like, Photo by Caleb, but it looks like a book cover. I've um, seen that. I've seen examples mm, of his work where he's got like billboard post, like like a billboard neon, and it's got Caleb written on the side. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. part of the image. Yeah, so yeah. I guess I know this is sort of like being a hypocrite, but I think that is actually pretty cool. <laughs> um, That's great. But in general, like the watermarks is just like if you're gonna make it, uh, if you're gonna put a watermark maybe integrate it into your image or somehow at least make it hard for the person to copy. Like if it's just in a negative space, that is so easy to just edit out. You might as well not have a watermark, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was actually finding that people were just, um, you know, if someone did steal the image for like their portfolio or something, they would just crop out the corner and that was it. 
Yeah. Well, well, well I mean, I've, I've even had models that like just crop it. <laughs> just crop it all. Just crop it Yeah, exactly. Well, like they, they don't care. They To them, like rule of thirds doesn't mean anything because, yeah. well, they just don't understand. Yeah. I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some do. I'm not saying all of them. Well, I guess some models on the show and they'll ask them. Yeah. We'll be keen. I, I guess we're still pretty early with the, the models and stuff, but uh, hopefully we can bring some guests on. Mm. Yeah. Get some guests. So, Juan, being like new to photography and stuff, right? Mm. And I guess like the whole watermark phase thing is pretty much dead. Like that used to be a very Flickr thing. Like every photo on Flickr would have a watermark. Uh, Flickr is an old website. used to be, uh, well, I think it's still run by Yahoo. Yeah, it's still running. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Yahoo, well, basically, every every photographer back then used to upload to that website. Like, there was no Instagram or Facebook or anything. This was like a pure like a photo purist website, and that's where people uploaded. And there was a lot of, I guess, watermarking then because, well, it's probably the easiest way to identify yourself. Um, but nowadays, like with Instagram and like just social media, everything's all linked, and it's really easy to just trace who who it came from. Um, but since you started like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, that sort of never existed, I guess, from the get-go from when you started. So what's your thoughts as a as a newcomer now into the scene? Like, do you think watermarks would have any value or do you, do you, what, like, do you think it's maybe a bit tacky or? Uh, from my perspective itself, like it depends actually like what, kind of photography that you use for your watermark. If it's like just displaying it in for public, I don't think it's necessary to put like watermark. But if like you're doing like for business, like sending clients for samples, basically like, yeah, that's watermark, but it's like watermark with purpose basically. And Mm. I think for now, like watermark itself, like more, more be used like for prints, some like prints that displayed in art or like coffee shops sometimes mm. like you put like subtle watermark like in the corner mm. but it's like for prints because like print itself like you cannot know like would take these photographs mm. anyway yeah that's right yeah but like i think for digital it's kind of cringy definitely yeah i think it's yeah each to their own maybe some people are that proud of their work and i mean fair enough but i, I have put watermarks on client delivery work before like yeah. if i if i had a feeling that oh you know these guys want a lot of they, like maybe they wanted the raws and i said oh, i don't give you raws but they still insisted on seeing a large volume of pictures that they can pick from um then i would chuck the watermark on because i thought that you know maybe they would they would just rip the, the image so like the like a proof sheet or something um not not on the proof sheet um like you know they they had asked for i don't know let's say 100 photos but i was only willing to give 50 and, you know, they, they just kept on asking about it. So I said, okay, fine, I'll give you 100, but with the watermark on, but you can only pick the 50. Like, they, don't, they didn't want a proof sheet. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like if they wanted a proof sheet, they would have wanted one with a full-size image on each page of the proof sheet, which is the same as just uploading everything on, like, Pixie set or something. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I put the watermark on and I said, okay, go, go ahead and pick them. But um, the watermark stays on until you, you let me know which ones you want me to edit. So you're going you're gonna to plaster, like, straight across the middle, right? 
faster it's straight across the middle. Yeah, <laughs> right, basically. Right. It was like massive, yeah, like, like a massive diagonal across. right across. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, sun. Yeah. <laughs> Some god yeah. rays at the back. Shot yeah. by sun. Just put sun. God rays at the back. Sun. That'd be a good watermark. Yeah, like, yeah. Bad. like a smiling sun. No, because it will, it will wreck the wreck yeah, the exposure. Like, they can't just take it out. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. It was it was before I um, changed my handle to X James Sun. It was still Landscape Labs. Oh so yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It just it just kind of pisses me off because it's like it's just very ugh, terrible to look at. Yeah. You just don't like it, do you? Yeah, so- I just don't like it. And like, it's the internet. If you don't want it stolen, don't put it on the internet. Simple as that, right? True. True. Yeah. Cool. So, unanimously, we reckon that it's pretty tacky in this day and age, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So, you should stop it. But again, it's up know, to personal right? preference. Let us know in the comments yeah, if you agree know. or don't agree. Yeah. Uh, comment section, even in YouTube, or I think maybe SoundCloud, but I don't think we are uploading SoundCloud, but we'll, we'll see. We haven't quite worked it out yet. <laughs> no, but if you do, if you have someone that actually do add watermarks to your image, yeah. why don't you let us know in the comments below why you added in yeah. and what purpose it served and how has it saved you? Mm. I, I mean, I have had stuff stolen, like ripped. Recently as well, wasn't it? Recently. Yeah, recently. But like, look, at least people already know that that shot is my original shot. So they automatically report it for me. And mm. actually told me, so that's how I came about it. But yeah, like I said, if you if you cre- if you can create unique work, the work speaks for itself. You don't need a watermark. All right, um, let's just take a break and we'll, we'll be come back. back. Hey everyone, if you're not already following us on social media, make sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Banter or stars. And welcome back. James, you had something you wanted to say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we talk about um, quite a few things uh, in this banter podcast, and you know, like sometimes you run out of topics, but some things come up yeah. um, in our network, and I think we should discuss it. Mm. Okay, interesting. We don't know about this, by the way. So go for goal. Spontaneous. If your page is only female models. Oh. <laughs> is that a diversity thing? Does it matter? You know, do you do you care about the way you curate your page um, to please you know people who might say something about diversity or not? Or do you not care? You just do you do your page just for you? I do me for me. Yeah, yeah, Boom. pretty much. I curate my page I mean, based on my own wearing purpose. a purple shirt, mate. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wore it for this special oh, occasion, man. Oh, okay, okay, sure. <laughs> would you would you feel um, would you feel offended if someone called you out on it? I I mean the problem with uh like I'm guilty of it as well is that when you post male photos, it's as awesome as it is, it also hurts the engagement a lot. Mm. Uh it's just natural. And plus my my view is that like you're very limited with male models in terms of like I guess poses and stuff. Whereas like females are naturally more um, more flexible and stuff. So like when it comes to you know like acrobat uh, acrobatics or uh, ballet dancing or mm. figure skating and stuff, it's like a completely different form. Um, and that's just my opinion. I mean, um, like Ollie said, like just happens to be that they're all 
majority female, but there has been like a couple of shots where it's males, and I think it's freaking awesome. Like Daniel, for instance, or Gavin and stuff like that. Like they're they're freaking awesome. Um, so yeah, it's not. I'm not saying like I only post girls. Like it just happens to be the way it is. So I I wonder though is is does it hurt the engagement because your feed is already primarily female, and then if you try and introduce some males, then it becomes um, it's it's probably that as well i think um because predominantly i guess um yeah it's it's my audience as well maybe and like it's not it's not even just like a a gender thing like you look at most of the the portrait uh, feature pages right like most of them aren't even asian so Mm. it could be a race thing as well Mm. (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) yeah yeah, no, I think I, you know, I, I, I think it's more like you, you pick the sort of um, audience that you're trying to reach, um, and you also, you know, like like all you said, you do you for you. You, you got to enjoy like what it is you're doing. You, you got to know what you're you're good at creating, and you know, it's kind of like if you knew that you could create better content um, using a female subject, then that's your style. Yeah. Right? It's kind of um, it, it doesn't have to be about pleasing everyone. It's about I mean, you know. Photography is meant to be a, a creative outlet for a lot of us, a hobby. Mm. And yep. so you got to do what you enjoy, I think. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, like, honestly, to, to me, it's just the, the pose and the mood. Um, like, a, a male will always have, like, strong features. Like, a, like, when you look at a male model, they usually have this strong jaw or, like, mm. something about them. And then, like, say, say Raj, for instance, like, he he will always be the suit guy mm. or like you know the drake looking yeah. guy i i can't see him in anywhere else yeah but with girls like you know the even in fashion like there's so much more like variety for girls to wear whereas guys it's more like shorts shirt button up shirt at best mm. then what you know it's sort of like it's very limited i guess yeah could it also stem from a, maybe like it's like self-manifesting because you don't shoot with male models, right? Mm. You don't really know how to pose them properly. And then like you fear that posing or lack of diversity in the posing. That's why you don't really go out shoot male models. And because mm. they're compounding like engagement um, in Instagram or whatever. So, yeah. you know, that's why you don't shoot it. And that kind of, you know. Yeah, true. Maybe it's a comfort zone type thing, you know, like yeah. you, you spent the last three years doing female models and then. You know, you try doing a male model shoot, didn't turn out very well, and so yeah. then you just naturally go back to to what you're good at. And and also like um yeah, being having you know to do all the, a lot of weddings and stuff, right? You have to do. I mean, of course, it's like bride pretty much runs the day. Mm. You do a lot of photos of the bride. You do a lot of couples photos together, mm. but then you also need a lot of photos of the groom, like how he poses as well. Like you know, you just kind of have to balance that out. Otherwise. The, the bride might be like, well, how come there's like 200 photos on me? Not that they mind, mm-hmm. but then you end up with like three shots of like the groom, one putting on a watch, yeah, yeah. or one just kind of <laughs> leaning on a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, where, where's the rest of them? So you kind yeah. of have to kind of balance it out. And I actually found out, not not found out, but I actually find that whatever you do with a bride in a, in a wedding setting, mm. you can generally do with the groom. Like, yeah. because you're not going to have like, um, compared to, I mean, it's different to portraiture where, you know, when weddings you can actually pose, you won't have like, you know, different poses, like, you know, arms up and all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, um, 
So I generally find that, you know, posing the groom was, is actually okay as well. So, I mean, I don't have as much experience as you guys in portraiture, but, um, you know, it'll be good to, maybe it's that fear that mm. stems from not shooting male model enough to know how to pose them. And that's probably why it gets to people yeah. as well. Yeah, no, I, I actually, personally, I feel, I mean, like, I'll talk about why I primarily shoot females. And the reason why is because I, you know, from a, not that I do photography for a business primarily, right? But just thinking about what my clientele looks like, it's people who are, you know, usually designing female clothing. Because I feel like there's just a lot more female, uh, you know, female clothing designers out there than there are male designers, right. right? And so I think of them as being my clientele. So therefore, I built that portfolio so that when they look through my work, they're like, okay, so this guy, he's familiar with shooting what they're trying to make clothing for. And so that's that's primarily why I, I gravitate towards this space. Is that true, though, that there are more female fashion designers? Do you think that is, is that actual fact or is this just mm. your perception of, of the mm. industry? I feel like experience? there's more male fashion designers. Oh, sorry, I don't oh. mean the gender of the oh, fashion sorry. designers. I mean the clothing that they design. Yeah, sorry. Oh, right. yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, yeah. Well, sorry, yeah. I, I've, well, I'm not sure which came first, right? Is that you sort of start that work um, thinking that there are more designers for female clothing. Mm. Uh, and then that naturally attracts more female designers coming to you on Instagram. And then therefore, you just keep building that portfolio. Mm. Maybe if I started with male, male sort of designs, that might have happened. But you think about how many like fashion labels there are in the in the market, right? I think there are way more female um, startups than there are mm. male startups. Like, I mean, when's the last time you saw like a suit startup just sort of pop up? But that's quite it's interesting rare, because yeah. um, sorry, as you as you guys know, I don't really post much on Instagram, right? But then yeah. I actually did a shoot with um with Mel. Um, we can link a photo up on this later. Yeah. Um, and it's probably ended up being one of my favorite photos. It was just a headshot, like quite cropped shot of mel yeah. mel was um, in melody no 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 no. it's a it's a it's a guy oh. it's a guy it's a portrait of a guy that i did but yeah. then like um ended up being one of my favorite photos because you know there's just the detail in his face and like the way he that he did his head in like dreadlocks yeah so it actually looks really cool mm. and um and it's just it's nothing difficult about it or it's not yeah. like super like portrait child posing but mm. it actually looks like you can tell, like you can probably see the guy's personality through it. Like he's a dancer and everything. Yeah. So it actually, it's pretty cool. And it didn't actually require much posing at all. So to answer your question, mm. I reckon is actually, for me anyway, is that um, that fear of posting male model, mm. models. So I don't do it as much, but I should probably do it more. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, because he's a dancer, naturally he needs to know how he presents himself in front yeah. of a camera. Because yeah. most dancers dance in front of a camera. Uh, like, take instance for, like, uh, one of my favorite ones I like shooting is Grace. And she's a dancer as well. And she you knows. You post a picture of her? Yeah. Yep. yeah, I'll post a picture <laughs> of her and stuff. Like, I'm sure everyone knows her because it's all my viral pictures, basically, mm. uh, is Grace. Um, but anyways, like, I think, like, even, even like, uh, my picture of Herb. Uh, he's a male model in, in Melbourne. And... That picture actually won the Sony Awards as well. Well, portrait, um, mm. not the Sony Awards, but the Sony Portrait Comp. Oh, I know the one name. Mm. So I'm not saying like um, like guys are not interesting to shoot or whatever, but it's just um, I think you just have to really have a clear picture and theme. Like most of my concepts I do are very like uh, I guess female targeted in that like how they pose or um, – just the stuff that d they do, like 
flower picking or something or like, you know, there's some gracefulness to it. But when when it's a male model with broad shoulders and pecs and for days and like an eight pack, I'm not even talking about a six pack, like an eight pack, right? It's it's really hard to picture something like that walking through a, a canola field, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you try that, that's going to kind of spoil the aesthetic. Yeah. Probably. So it's it's yeah it's uh, that's that's exactly like why like most of the concepts I come up with is a bit more like mm, sort of like graceful or a bit of um, out of this world imagination. But with guys, it's like. If it was, I think it'd be like a concept where they ride like a motorcycle or very typical, like, you know, mm. aesthetic. So like a macho sort of feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it is that the limiting factor or the limitation on the imagination? It's not. It's just my shit imagination. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. We got that sorted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. What about, what, what about you guys? Okay. Uh, actually, like, maybe... Like there is like several factor that can like affecting why a lot of photographers have like all of like all of them like portfolio is females. Yeah. Like for my experience itself, like uh it's like one is a speciality, basically. Like uh <laughs> like you only special with the female shoot, mm. is it the first time? And then like uh, and then like joining into photography industries itself. Like, I don't know. It's like easier to shoot with females models and then like yeah. gain exposure and then like can recognize like, oh, your work is great by using females model. But uh, using like males model, it's kind of hard to imagine like how to enter that like kind of field, like photography field, because there is mm. not many male models as well, like F-levels. And then like, if you start, nowhere basically like i'm starting my photography like by shooting my friends mm. and like my only friends that comfortable with camera always female right? true i think that they yeah. are way more like female um well let's say subjects yeah more, more comfortable being in front of camera yeah yeah you know, say if you if you sit to your your you know your male friends your bros and stuff oh yeah, i'm trying to start <laughs> photography can you pose for me yeah, yeah. their first reaction is happen. most yeah. yeah most likely gonna be no would you pose for me yeah for you, I would because oh, I trust you. Cool. <laughs> oh wow! Let's I mean, do, let's get the show on the road then, eh? But I mean, in general, there's a lot more female models than there are male models. In general, right? Like, yeah. If you if you went through like uh, the people you know, just say even in Good Shot Mate, like typically, like Good Shot Mate is very good at trying to balance like male to female ratio in terms of models as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like. It always seems like there's there's a recurring like few people that are males mm. because the the sample size is just that's that much smaller. Like if we say like for Alone Gardens we wanted a picnic theme, we wanted to go with a strong jawline um, and rather masculine, but um, you know sort of fit that picnic vibe. Mm. It's it's very limited. Like there was only I think we. Yeah, we did look through quite a few, and it was yeah. quite hard to, to find them. But you know, I I think it comes back to to will we looking hard enough? Because if you think about um, photographers that primarily shoot males, I think they have an abundance of subjects mm. available. Like people like Michelle um, Lancaster and um, John Ramos. You know, these two these two they do a lot of male subject. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like the entire feed is just 
it's full of um, different different models, all based in Melbourne. Should we make yeah. a challenge for ourselves then? Sounds like we need to. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it sounds like a challenge. I think, I think yeah. in some ways, you know, like the way we structure the GSM road trips, the reason why we have the two male models, and this is like, you know, Tommy's input as well, is that, you know, Tommy likes to have that diversity in the mm. in the road trips. And he's trying to encourage, he does encourage all of us to shoot um, more males. And, you know, I think, yeah, that's, that's to help people get out of their comfort zone as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. What a touchy subject. I know, it's topical. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, James. <laughs> Before we close out, if someone called you out, what would, would you respond to it? Or would you just would you just like stop? Would you just leave it? I'll actually just leave it. Just leave it, right? Just leave it. I, I, I think it's sort it. of like politics. Like with Hong Kong protests, like you could take oh, either side, no, right? That's topical. Oh, that's oh, topical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's not yeah. get into that. Let's not get into that. Oh my God. When you, you either like fight to the end or don't talk about it and just let it slide, even if it's against like what your opinions are. Yeah. So you're saying that you, you would respond? I wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> you would respond. Okay. I would just let it go in terms of I, I don't have energy to do to fight these kind of things. Yeah. It's just a waste of my time. True. So no, just... because yeah, like the time is better used. On doing something more productive. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what I do as well. I I take note that someone else has noticed this. But, hmm. but you can't please like, everyone. Yeah, true. Yeah, you just can't. Mm. The person you have to please is yourself. What would you, David? You haven't said. Oh well, no. I <laughs> I actually agree with everyone's uh, opinion. I reckon just you know you don't have to waste time on it. If someone called you out on it, you take note. Oh, thanks for noticing. Um, you know I'll. <laughs> oh, um, I, I'm happy with my feed at the moment. You've, um, I guess my feed is not for you. I wouldn't you know? even respond with that. I would just. Like I, know, I would respond kind of politely and then just end the conversation. I wouldn't entertain anymore. But then I'll respond to show that I acknowledge your input yeah. and your opinion. But thank you. No thanks. Fair enough. And then that's it. And then I'll just stop it there. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it doesn't seem like you're backing down if you actually acknowledge it. If you just mm-hmm. don't say anything, it just feels like you are kind of you know, you're just kind of hiding a little bit, but mm. you just come out and say, yep, thank mm. you, but no thank you. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Very topical. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Yes. Yes, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. All right, what's next? Um, So how does weddings, shooting weddings and portraits different? Mm. Oh, this is interesting. We were talking about this just offline, weren't we? Yeah, we were, yeah. yeah. This is <laughs> interesting so, topic. Where do we start? Let's start with... Framing, like, how's it different? Well, um, I reckon there's a more, lot more uniformly, you know, uni- uniform kind of shooting in the middle. Like, you kind of place the subjects more towards the middle frame compared for to, what? like, for portraits. For, for, no, for weddings and stuff. No, I oh, think man. you do that for portraits as well, man. Mm. I I think, like, in my opinion, yep. with weddings, you showcase more of the landscape, like, the negative space. Yeah, the, the negative space, right. Definitely. But actually, weddings. hang on, like, before we get into that, it's actually a lot to do with personal preference as well. Yeah, of right? course. Like, for example, like my shooting style is I like to um, shoot like the more emotional type of weddings. Like I like to capture the stuff that's, um, that, you know, that's happening between the couple. Like I'll mm-hmm. just have my camera all the way back there with an 85 or even 7200 and just kind of snap them when they're least expecting it. And then capture that emotion moment. And then that, you know, um, you know, there's there's like there's a few different types of photographers. Yeah. And I like to do that and then crop it re- quite close in. So so like some other photograph wedding photographers, mm-hmm. they like to shoot what's behind the couples and put them in focus. Like a giraffe or something. Out. Yeah. Or a car. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. 
personal style. Exactly what <laughs> no, no, it's different style. That's that's a wonderful photo too, but it's just different styles. Like that captures the mood, which is really good, I reckon. But you, you reckon? know, not not every not every shoot has a bloody giraffe in it, right? So you say, well, but that's any photography, man. Like you can you can have a personal preference with yeah. portraits, shooting upside down portraits all the time. Or yeah, unfocused portraits? Yeah, or out of focus is because it's art. Is it subjective? That's our next topic. Is out of focus uh, subjective? But I mean, back to the topic, the original topic, like, like, I mean, certainly, like, learning a bit more about portraiture photography now, I think there are similarities. But then I reckon wedding photography is actually just more kind of like, I would say there's a, there's, I'm going to get flamed for this either way, right? (laughs) So it's like, like I think there's like there's a there's an expectation mm-hmm. that you get those traditional the people that book you for the like they they want you to do their yeah. wedding is because you they you showcase their photo uh like previous photos to show them right is a representation of your your work mm-hmm. and there's not much deviation from that like um I'm not sure about like Joanne you've done a few weddings before right yep you probably noticed that um all the shots are like relatively similar similar yeah. similar because it's expected that you get a picture of the groom. It's expected you get a picture of the bride and kind of together and, you know, something like that. Like, you can experiment a lot, yeah. but you don't have the time or, you know, or uh, you just don't have the time to really, you know, place a light here and get everything, like, perfect because okay. it, the perfect is the moment. The moment is perfect in itself. So, but you're talking about the couples and then things like I'm talking when you just say shooting just the bride itself. Yeah. In terms of your com- composition and things yep. like that, it I think is... There's a lot of kind of overlap with with portraiture. Yeah, in now general. That, now that you say it, yeah. When you when you just take your photos just just of the bride, like, yep. I, I think, I think with with the wedding style, there's a lot more like magical kind of fairy tale kind of uh, vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your shit. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't I don't make the tacky like fairy tale yeah, focus yeah, clarity down crap right. <laughs> yeah. But but yes no no but like. I do agree there are some overlap, especially when shooting the bride alone, because like we our previous topic was, you know, shooting just female models and everything, right? There's a lot of overlap. But remember, brides are not models. That that might be this might be the first time they're in front of the camera. Mm. So you actually have to give a lot more direction. You have to visualize a lot more. They're not just gonna pose themselves for so you. Would you say it's more like a lifestyle type? Because you know, lifestyle photography mm. is also different to portrait. Yeah. But there are mm. similarities. I think all photography have similarities, but it's just <laughs> yeah. more of like yeah. there's um, comparing weddings to portrait is like comparing like you know two different type of cars. There are similarities, but you do one, you'll go race a uh, you know Ferrari, but you won't go race a Toyota Yaris or something because it might break down, and you know you just never know. Because mm-hmm. you're saying like with Don't wedding photography, it's mm-hmm. about the moment, right? That's right. That's right. It's about all about the moment. Okay, so what's the difference to shooting zoo animals? So you're comparing a bride to like a zoo animal, but it's also (laughs) like they they can't pose. Yeah, but it's capturing a moment. But but a bride or groom can listen to instructions, right? Well, so can zoo animals. If you train a orangutan, pretty sure they will know how to pose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's getting a bit off topic. I mean, I think you know what I mean. Like, yeah, of course. I I actually think of wedding photography as being, you know, rather than a direct comparison to just being. Wedding or mm. portrait, it's a subset of portrait photography. Yeah, I think so. You know, because at the end of the day, your subject is, you know, you are taking a portrait of yeah. the bride in some ways, yeah. Mm. And they are aware that there is a camera. Yeah. Or groom. Or groom. Yeah. Yes. And groom. Or both grooms. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both yeah, but I mean, like, ultimately, I reckon it's it's really good to know both. I mean, to understand both. If you haven't tried it, you can just tag along to some, your your favorite. Yeah, I think when you say yep. when you say you're starting off in portraiture, I still mm. think you have a good basis. Oh, thanks, your wedding. Oh, thanks, Ollie. I've seen you shoot, man. Ah, oh, thank you. No, but yeah, it's um, it's it's like portrait photography. It's to me like being relatively new to it, coming from a wedding background of over like eight years of weddings, shooting weddings. Portrait is more fun to me at the moment because um, I still like I still it's like weddings. It's, it's yeah, it's mm. new something, and different. like I can actually go yeah. to the model. Oh, can you actually do this? Can we try this? Oh, that that's not actually working. Can we try this? Can you do your facial expression? I can't go to the you know, I probably go, oh, that's yeah, not yeah. really working. Yeah. You know? true, no, true, true. well, can't you just say smile a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you just smile yeah. a bit more. Look at each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, frustrate them, you're gone, man. Like, yeah, yeah. And besides, true. you know, smiling for the whole day is actually very, very tiring. Oh, yeah. And uh, some of them, like, there's, a, I guess there's certain skills not probably not related to photography that you kind of need as a wedding photographer as well. You need to kind of really being able to connect with them, talk with them. I mean, yes, you do with portrait photography, but then it's finished within like two, three hours, right? You don't got to shoot mm. for like 12 hour, 14 hour. No, unless sessions. you're on good shot, mate, trips. Hey. Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. 11 of those hours are in the bus. Oh. <laughs> just, just no, the- <laughs> Like going back to when you said, um, yeah, laughing is hard. I guess that's why I love portrait photography is that I always tell my models, put on your resting bitch face. Is that your thing? Yeah. yeah. Resting bitch face. <laughs> Because it's moody and mm. it's easy. Anyone's got a resting bitch face. I just call it model face these days. Like, model face? You can't say resting bitch face, man. No, face? but it also gets yeah, them yeah, laughing people. and stuff. And uh, some of them laugh. Depends on the model. <laughs> yeah, the I guess so. But yeah. this guy's pretty proper. I guess I'm a bit ragtag. And, <laughs> and But also, like, going back to the topic as well, like, you can't redo, you can't reshoot a, a, a wedding day. Like, if you don't, if you just get the model face of a bride and groom for the whole day. Yeah. Like you just can't redo it. You like, I mean, to an extent, you can like reshoot, but it's their wedding day. You just can't capture recreate that. It. Yeah, yeah. Re- you can't really recreate it. So, mm. and you also need to look out for those moments. You know when things are gonna happen, and that just comes with experience naturally. Yeah. And um, for example, you you plan to go to Fitzroy Gardens or something, and then you see five different brides there, all the gardens closed, or Parliament houses under renovations. Where are you gonna go? It's starting to rain, or the sun is actually really really harsh. Where are you gonna go? You can all find out, right? No, but you can you can plan all you want, but then yeah. um, all the um, limousines came late, or uh, there's a traffic jam down because there's a protest protest down Collins Street. Like, there's all these things. Like, you have to know. You got a whole bridal party of like maybe ten people looking at you. Where do we go? What are we doing? You just need to make sure that you have backup plans and the knowledge to also mm. um, think on the spot and make sure they get their photos. And they need to they have a time limit as well to get the reception. So, I reckon. Like James said, I mean, to wrap up, I reckon it is a subset and and Ollie said it's a subset, mm. but I reckon there's a lot of, there's a bit of skill in there, which, um, which you need to have as a wedding photographer and also vice versa. Um, you need uh, a lot of portrait, portrait skills as well. So uh, that's why I'm experimenting this and I'm yeah. really enjoying it. No, I think like, you know, you're, you're sort of like dabbling in portraiture is going to improve the the wedding aspect a lot. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's like, always like, about interchanging because, like yeah. your experiences because, yeah, basically being a jack of all trades in today's world and being able to apply 
your experiences from other fields makes you a better specialist. Yeah. Yeah, true. I, yeah, true. And like vice versa as well. Like if, you know, if you did portraiture and you try wedding, like I reckon your ability to sort of like capture snap moments will definitely improve because like, mm-hmm. you know, you do so much of that in, in weddings. What do you reckon, John? You, you, if you, you do a bit of both now, don't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like three, like three weddings. What do you identify more as, wedding, or do you call yourself portrait? When people ask you, what do you do? Graduate, graduation. Is it like more like family events kind of thing, like hmm. moments captured, and then like a portrait as well? Like basically, I try to insert some like emotion and story as well in my portraits. Hmm. Like try to at least, yeah. and then like, yeah, I mean like. For David as well, like said, wedding is kind of similar with graduations. Like people like only have like one hour to shoot and then they need to go to yeah. the ceremony. Yeah. Like you need to capture like that moment. Like James yesterday complained like the sun is so hard. Like what we're going to do? What are we going to do? Like, yeah, you need to like think on the spot. <laughs> the sun is too, <laughs> the hard. Sun is too <laughs> hard. I don't I don't know that I was that stressed about it. But, <laughs> but I mean know? like, yeah, you need to think on the spot. Like, yeah, I mean like, Oh, need the alternative, the alternative, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And like capture the moment, like uh, maybe similar, like when the friends and the graduate meet, you need to capture it, like when they hugging and mm. then when they like just kissing or whatever with the yeah. family, like it's more like you need to be ready, but like more portrait is like more chill. Like mm, you have relax and then you have like the time to think about the creativity about your portrait but if it's like it's like basically i think the difference is about the time time difference mm. like with between like events weddings graduation mm. and portrait like portrait you have like a lot of times to think yeah but if it's like wedding you like limited on limited time yeah. and like you need to think on that spot immediately you like have to, snap yeah. snap yeah. everything snap basically all right yeah thanks john cool any final comments? Uh, well, I would say maybe we'll open up to the comments below. Like, if you got, <laughs> what do you guys think about like, um, you know, wedding photography versus portraits? It, do you agree that it is a subset? And um, I mean, if you do or if you don't, comment below and let us know what else we can, we, you know, what else should we have considered? What else should we discuss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we discuss next. Okay. All right, let's wrap it up there. Uh, catch you guys in the next episode. See ya. Bye. Bye.